Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Joshua Sully Ruka here, your host of the Impact Podcast Show. And I want to say two things. I want to share to you two things before we get into this episode. The first one is I would like to say thank you. I want to say thank you to those out there who are listening to this podcast episode through, you know, either through Spotify or Apple Podcasts. But I also want to say thank you to those out there who are watching this uh, podcast through our YouTube channel. And so guys, if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, make sure that you like this video. If you have received any value um, or if you've enjoyed this podcast episode, and um, if you guys got any thoughts or comments, um, please comment down below for those out there that are watching this through our YouTube channel. Um, but I want to say, make sure that you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel and click on that bell button for the latest updates on our next video. So that's the first thing I wanted to share. But the second thing I'd love to share, and I love sharing this, is I'd like to set our mission. And our mission is simple, right? Our mission is to focus on impacting the one. And so if you are being impacted or if you are impacted by this podcast episode, I highly encourage you all to share this to someone else that can benefit from this episode because remember, it only takes one person to change someone's life and that could possibly be you and that would be cool. But hey guys, we're here. We're here getting into this podcast episode. Now I'm just going to be truly transparent to everyone out there. Um, our, our first take, <laughs> our first take ended up getting cut down and so this is actually our second take um, of this uh, episode. Um, but I want to get into, you know, talking a bit about you know, who our next special guest on the Impact Podcast show is. And so before I even share a bit about, oh, before I allow her to share a bit about who she is and what she does, um, I wanted to share a bit about why, all right, why I got her on here. And she already knows why, but I want to, I'm just going to share it again because it's so good. You got to say it twice. Um, the reason why I wanted to get, you know, our, our special guest on the Impact Podcast show is because I believe that she has a story. You know, I believe that she has a story. I believe that there's a there's a lot of hidden gems um, that's inside of her that really needs to be exposed for the right reasons, right? And I wanted to, you know, jump on here. I know that there are some, you know, I guess flaws um, that that she experiences, um, you know, in in her own kind of world or you know, for her as an individual. And uh, I can't wait to. I can't wait for you guys to hear more about her and about what she does because I believe that, you know, she's one of the many empowering, you know, women out there that are, you know, going hard, you know, especially in the business journey. And you guys will know more about her. But hey, most importantly, guys, the one thing I really want to tell you before I get it on here is that I do believe that there's a lot of hidden gems, a lot of value that are in, that is inside of her that needs to be let out. And so guys, I'd love you all to please welcome to the to the Impact Podcast show, my sis, uh, Elizabeth, aka um, the founder and, and CEO of Flawnet. Welcome sis, welcome to the Impact Podcast show again. <laughs> uh, thanks bro, thanks for having me man. <laughs> I feel honoured that I'm set this place. <laughs> nah, all good man. <laughs> nah, I just want to uh, say, um, uh, I just want to say again, man, um, you know, huge, you know, thank you so much for, um, you know, asking me to come on. You know, I wasn't expecting it at all. <laughs> you know, I don't, you know, I don't really like talking about myself, but um, I, that, um, hopefully that can help someone out there, which is, you know, I agreed to come on here. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited and I'm a bit nervous, but, you know, um, this is all good. This is going to be all good. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I do want to also say too, sis, like thank you so much for taking out your time. Um, you know, for those out there that are tuning in, um, you guys will know more um, as to, you know, who Elizabeth is 
and I guess why um you know why I wanted to get her on here too. So yeah, thank you once again, sis, for taking out your time. But I guess you know just to get straight into this podcast episode, I wanna. I want to like, you know, get you to kind of share a bit about who you are, just because we do have people on here that are from your following, um, that are either following you or you got, you know, friends, family that might be jumping on here. But uh, but we also do have the Impact community that do listen to this podcast episode too. And so is there any chance that you could possibly just share a bit about who you are? Uh, yeah, sure. So um, I guess I'll do a little bit of a timeline as to like, you know, about myself. So um, I was born in New Zealand and then moved over here when um, I was four years old. So um, 95 when we moved over here and um, yeah, been here ever since. So um, yeah, well, I moved over here with um, with my cousins and my aunties and uncles in that, all from my dad's side. So, you know, it wasn't a lonely process having to move over from one country to another you know, for a better life, you know. Um, so, yeah, so we moved over here and then we lived in Mount Jewett for a little bit. So in one house with all my cousins and aunties and uncles, you know, and then um, after a while we moved over to, well, well my parents and my siblings and I, um, we moved over to Cabramatta um, and we stayed there for a bit and then we pretty much um, grew up in Claymore. So that's where we um, originally stayed for a long period of time and that's where all the childhood memories in that are all from there so yeah that's pretty much just a little bit about myself and how I grew up I guess but yeah 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 thank um, you sis thank you so much for sharing you know a bit about you know a bit about who you are and your upbringing because you know if anything uh your upbringing is 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 pretty much the the foundation uh, that you will be carrying you know, uh, you know, through your youth stage, but also through your adulthood stage. So, yeah, no, I truly understand you, sis, when it comes to memories, like where all the memories are made. Um, and we're going to get more into that, you know, later on to this podcast. But is there any chance that you can just share a bit about, you know, to those out there, you know, about what you do? Just to add on to that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, sure. So um, uh, recently my husband and I have, um, you know, we've built up our own online business. So um, called Flornet, and um, just a little background behind what Flornet means. So um, my husband and I were thinking of, you know, what good name would suit us and also what we're trying to put out there, I guess. And, um, you know, as we were trying to find something that was, um, you know, everyone relates to, you know, and we know that everyone has flaws, you know. We all have flaws in one way or another. So um, we want, and, and, you know, that's also, when you hear the word flaw, it's, um, people view it as something negative. So instead of trying to have that, um, that word next to something negative or something that's shaming, you know, we wanted to put it out there as, you know, flaunt your flaws, you know, don't be ashamed of, um, you know, we all have flaws, so don't be ashamed of flaunting your flaws. So we wanted to make that the center of our, our business. So that's what it is, flaunt it. That's, yeah, that's pretty much it. And um, so what we have in our, um, I guess, in our range is pretty much just a measure of what my husband and I like and we love. So, um, and over time, we've uh, slowly transitioned into putting it, um, I guess, um, making products that we know that um, we love and also what we know that the customers and consumers love as well. So, yeah, over time, we've, um, we know that a lot of people 
you know, love, and we also love to make as well. So we do handmade uh, candles and melts. And um, yeah, so that's pretty much what we what we have in our store. And I like to speak on candles and melts a lot because uh, we make it ourselves. And, you know, I spend a lot of time and effort into making them. So yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot of effort goes into it. So I do love to speak on it a lot, as you would see on my social media accounts. <laughs> and, um, uh, and also the fragrances. So the, we have Victoria's Secret with third party sellers as well to Victoria's Secrets, their creams and um, their perfumes and things like that. And then we have other things as well that we have in there that, um, you know, it's just a little bit of my husband and I, things that we we really like and we have in our house. And we know that people out there also would, you know, benefit from that as well. So that's just a little bit about us and the Flaunet online store. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and it's crazy though, because like I've looked at the things that like I, I've actually looked at. I haven't shopped at it yet, and that's what we're gonna talk about, you know, after this podcast show. <laughs> after we get this podcast done, because I do need to get some, you know, candles and yeah. And like I think the cool thing about what you do is that it's all like it's natural, right? It's 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 natural, it's it's real, it's authentic. And I think that's the reason why I wanted to also get you on here is because I, I want to know the why behind the what, you know, it's like why, 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 why does you know Elizabeth and Hub and Hubby like why do they create their candles as opposed to getting secondhand ones, you know, ones that have already been created? Um, but we will get into that like you know later on to this podcast because what I want to do right now is I just want to focus on you, sis. You know, for the next you know couple of minutes, I just want to focus on you, know a bit more about you know about who you are, and to really understand for other people that like where's the story, you know, where's the story. Um, we, like, you know, within you, uh, because I know for you, and I know that this is something that you can vouch for, is that, um, you know, Elizabeth isn't the type to be in the camera, whereas Josh is, right? Josh is <laughs> Josh is all good on being in the camera. Like, I can talk to a camera. I can talk in front of many people. But I know for Elizabeth, that's something that she finds uh, very hard. And how do I know this? Is because it was one thing that she mentioned. Uh, it, it, was, it was one thing that she mentioned on our, um, I think it was a... Uh, I think it was a a live a live session where you had mentioned that, yeah. Like, how do you overcome? You know, talk. Is that something that you you struggle with? Um. Oh, sorry. Can you just repeat that, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Um. I, I was just saying, like, you know, I don't know if you, I don't know if you can recall, but I remember there was a live once a call that I was doing. And um, you had mentioned something about, um, you know, speaking or some sort of that. Could you kind of share a bit about that? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Like, so, yeah, I, I, I do consider myself a more shy, reserved person. Um, yeah, I'm not one to, like, uh, I guess, you know, speak at the front of people. You know, to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation, I'm all good with that. You know, mm. I, I can speak one-on-one -on -one with someone. But then to speak in a group, you know, get nervous and things like that. So, yeah, that's still something that I'm struggling with. But um, I guess with having an online business, it's it's helped me, you know, even speaking on um, on camera, you know. When I first started, oh, mate, you should have seen the first live I did. Oh, <laughs> I full did the live. Yeah, I was already nervous. And then um, and then I seen one person pop up. I was like, yeah, 
in the life <laughs> so that's how nervous that's like how nervous I was like oh yeah you know I did a good job but um yeah I, I think having an online business having an online business has has helped you know in um I guess stepping out of my comfort zone and things like that but yeah I am a I am usually a shy and not, um, reserved person yeah 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 and like I I kind of like understood that especially especially when um when you were posting like the the 5 a.m. club like and you're tagging me in I was just like you know some people yeah. would do some people would do selfies but I'm like oh but Elizabeth is different she just you know shows it out. I'm not like judging anything it was just more like I wonder why and then like when you mentioned it in one of the lives I was like <laughs> oh yes it makes sense it makes sense and it's okay like you know <laughs> like I think some people in the world like they they think that you got to be a specific way or you have to, you know, be energized all, all the time or you have to be, you know, extroverted and, and, and you know, be able to talk confidently in camera. Like, that's not necessarily the case. Like, everyone's different. And so we should, right? So we yeah. should be different. And so um, I guess, I guess you know, uh, as we continue along into this podcast episode, I do want to know more about you as a person. And I do want to understand and get to know more about you and your story. And so one of the quotes that, you know, I, I love saying is, you know, before the glory, there is a story, right? Before the glory, there is always a story behind success. And I do believe that you're in your own realm of success right now because, you know, everyone sees success differently. But I would say, you know, you running a business and it, and it being sustained, I do believe that is success. And there's always room to grow and there's always room uh, to become better. But I guess... You know, as a, as we as we start to jump along the journey to know what more about you, I guess is there is there is there any chance that you can share a bit about your upbringing? You know, just to start us off. Uh, upbringing, yeah. So, um, as I mentioned in the beginning, pretty much, and um and things like that. So, uh, I guess growing up, yeah, um, you know, I I grew up. I, I would say I grew up in Claymore. Um, you know, I went to the primary school there and, um, yeah, I had a great, I, I think I had a great, great childhood growing up, eh? Like, you know, it would be, we would be out with um, my siblings, you know, we'd be out in the neighbourhood, you know, hanging out with the kids, you know, and then, you know, we'd be back at home by the, you know, when the street lights come on, that's yo, when, you know, you have yo. to be back in the house, right? <laughs> yeah, you don't need a time for that. <laughs> So, yeah, that's pretty much it. That was it, like, you know. And then on the weekends, we would go to our um, um, our meetings and then we would have kongai. So it would be at my grandma's house or whichever auntie and uncle would have, you know, the kongai at their house um, or fa uh, family gathering at their house. And then, yeah, we'd be there and I'd be hanging out with my cousins, you know. So and this would be, like, every week. So, you know, that was pretty much our routine that we did pretty much every week. So, yeah, that's that's how it was growing up, and um, yeah, I, I guess I miss those times, eh? Because you don't really, you know, there's you don't really think about anything. There's no responsibility. You just you get up and you're like, okay, so who am I going to hang out with today? Where are we going to go today? And things like that. But yeah, yeah, it's a little bit about myself growing yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, and I think too, just to add on to what you're saying, you know, it's it's, it's a thought that I always have. It's like uh, you don't realize how precious or valuable something is until it's gone. Right. It's like I once do. it's gone, it's like, damn, like I actually realized. And it, and sometimes it's not possession. It may mean just memories. You know, it's like, why do we continue to long 
into the into the memories or into you know past experiences that we had and it's because it was valuable and we didn't even realize it was valuable until it was gone and so that's actually that's actually such a nice reminder uh you know for us and, and not just us but also for those out there that are watching or listening or or you know tuning into this podcast that you know the very thing like i think i think it's like being grateful a eh? like just being grateful for the like what you have now um because there is going to be no way that you're going to come back in time and be able to experience it. Um, and so for you growing up with your family, um, how, how important for you was family gathering? Cause I did, like you did mention that there were like, you're going to family gatherings each, each and every week. Like how important was it mm-hmm. for you, you know, when it comes to the family gatherings when you're growing up? Oh yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was a routine, you know, um, if I, I guess if this is I put it like this like if I don't see my cousins in that like within two weeks you know because I missed that weekend of a gathering you know then my grandma would call my dad and be like oh you know are you guys okay something up like you know things like that so you know we were very close growing up so yeah that's that was um I think that was important as well you know yeah and um yeah so even like I think it's just recently you know that I've slowly um you know gone on my own path now being married and things like that and you know now I'm um, focusing more on my um you know my my own family and things like that but yeah like um all the way up until man I'm 27 26 years old yeah I've been going having family gatherings every week so yeah very important yeah yeah I do believe that family is important and I do believe that having family gatherings is an important aspect to your life because you know Obviously, as you get older, you start to make your own decisions, right? You start to make your own, um, I guess you start to direct yourself in your own path. And that's where that's where the the tension comes, like that's where the tension starts to come into play, where where you start to make decisions that doesn't really align with you know what the family wants. And so, you know, I, I did I did overheard that like or I did hear that you you mentioned about hubby. Do you want to kind of talk a bit about hubby? Yeah, so um, um, my husband and I, so we pretty much grew up um, knowing each other's families in that. So I'm not, sh- I'm, I'm pretty sure you know Eliza's in the 5 a.m. club. So that's yeah, my yeah. sister in law. Yo, the older brother that's my husband. So yeah, um, but we we grew up knowing each other from um, you know um, attending the same um, uh, congregation meeting. Yeah. Um, you know, we grew up and, um, you know, our families, family, friends. Yeah. And then um, I think over time and then that's how me and my husband met. And, um, yeah, he asked me out and then here we are. <laughs> here we are. We're married, man. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so how long have you guys been married for? About I think, two years now. Nice. Yeah. So 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 yeah, yeah. so you've made it through the honeymoon stage. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Actually, I was, um, <laughs> yeah, I was speaking like um we were talking on our other business talk page. Um so I had my husband come on and we were, and um so my sister was asking us oh we were going through the honeymoon um honeymoon stage and then we 
also brought a business into it as well. So, you know, she was like, oh, how did you do with that? <laughs> and we were like, oh, you know, it, it helped us. It helped strengthen our, our marriage and um, saved our marriage <laughs> yeah. and things like that. So, yeah, no, it's, a, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and even like you mentioning that, like mixing mixing the two, it can be, like I look at it and it's like, yeah, it, it can be difficult, but like you're capable. Like you are capable. It's like there yeah. are other businesses out there, like businesses, uh, entrepreneurs that that do it together, and they're still okay. Mm-hmm. It's just um, I yeah. like in my in my mind, it's like it's just how you manage it. Like because there is going to be tension. Like there's going to be moments where you have to put your professional cap on, like professionalism, as in like your business to business partners. And then there's moments where you got to mm-hmm. take it off and be like you know husband and wife. And so. How was that for you? How, how do you how do you kind of work around that? Um, being able to run a business with your partner uh, or like your 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 hubby, um, and and also have him as your partner too, as in your business partner. How how do you kind of work around that? Uh yeah yeah. So um, pretty much what we've um you know we've learned to do is um to designate. Uh, different roles for each other so to speak so um, I have I know what I have to do in our business and he knows what he has to do so we kind of um like um you know we, we don't cross over you know and then obviously when that happens then there's issues <laughs> we have the um <laughs> the intense you know conversation meetings that we do <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much how um I think that's worked for us like um you know when things arise and then I'm um, like oh and we are also like um how do you say it like we are flexible as well you know so like you know if we're not feeling well then you know my husband can come and take over if um you know and so yeah that flexibility but then also knowing you know what who what play uh, what person plays in in which role they have in the business and and I think that really does help you know. Uh, yeah, it does help. Yeah. yeah, and and to think of it too, like to add on to what you're saying, like yeah. it sounds to me because even that, like for me too, like you know, running my own, you know, being being a freedom coach, it's like mm. like you're you're pretty much married to your business. Like that's that's literally how it is, and so it's like you have two different relationships you have your relationship with your physical partner um like human but then you have a like you have a relationship with your business because like you're literally married it's like you're it's your like you're, you're pretty much clinged on to it so or, or or even as some people say that you know it's their baby um as in like it's their you know it's their 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 first kind of child is their their business and and so is that is that something that you can can uh, i guess vouch on or is that something that you um, that you kind of feel in yourself too when it comes to running a business? Um, yeah, 100%. Like, um, you know, I think like for, for us, so like, you know, when we're running our business and then like, you know, trying to divide that time with family or with my husband and then trying to divide that time with business, is, it is a struggle sometimes. <laughs> and it's, I guess it's finding that balance, you know, but um I think also what helps us in um in, in a marriage, you know, is that we both own the company. So, you know, when we speak on um, you know, when we speak on things, you know, in, in, in regards to our business, you know, that's also, you know, couple time as well. 
So, you know, that's, it's kind of, you know, I think it's a good thing, you know, that that's what I think, um, you know, earning a business with, with my husband, it, that's what I meant about it's made our marriage stronger because um, like, so for example, if there's tension in my, in my marriage and then there's a business uh, venture or something to do with business that we have to figure out and deal with, or if there's um, a situation that we have to deal with, you know, my husband and I have to come together and we have to figure it out. Otherwise, yeah, that's, you know, the business is going to suffer from it. So, you know, that's when we have to put our issues aside and then come together. And then at the end of the day, we forget about what we, you know, what we argued about or what we, you know, disagreed on, you know, and then it just, uh, it just makes things, you know, better, I guess. That's, that's what helps us. Right. Yeah, I get you. I get it. I get it. No, I get it. I get it. Like it's like it's like like the way I see it. The way I see it, it's like um, like just like just like a relationship in itself, and just like marriage itself, you need a bit of pressure. Like you need like you need a bit of applied pressure onto your marriage, or you know applied pressure onto your business to actually see the real root behind why you do what you do. Um, and it's amazing to see how you guys can still handle yourself. Um, but you guys are making the decision to come together, you know, in agreement and say, hey, we need mm. to sort out, you know, this little tension that we're having. Um, and the good thing is, is that you guys are actually bringing, bringing it up into the light because you understand and you know that if you don't do it, then your business is going to be just as affected as your relationship or your marriage. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, is that something that you can, you know, yeah. agree with? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah, like, yeah, I agree with it. <laughs> yeah, just because, like, when you were sharing that, like, that thought, I was, I was like, sharing what you guys do. I'm like, nah, I get it. I get it. Because if you don't bring it up, like, it's going to cause a lot of havoc and, like, you know, customers are going to be unhappy. And then, you know, even, like, business partners, you know, if you're, if you're doing, like, you know, third party, you know, if you're, because you, you mentioned that you're doing third party, you know, uh, Victoria's Secrets, it's like, they're going to be upset too. And then it's just like, everything's all going to be, you know, stuck in a rut. And so um, I guess, you know, just to kind of lead on to mm-hmm. that, because that is something that can happen, that can like, like it, for me, it's like, oh, it can take something real small, right? It can be something real mm-hmm. little. And, you know, for us PIs or Pacific Islanders, right, it's like, Man, something sometimes you just need something like this small, right? And it will literally cause like a whole like a whole fire or like <laughs> it will just like cause a lot of havoc. Um but the question I want to ask you, and this this actually leads to you and you being the person that you are, has there been has there been like any kind of setback, you know, that you've had? Now this can be like a business, like it can be a business focus. It can even be personal. It's up to you as to how you want to how you'd want to answer it. But has it been kind of like any setback, or do you have a bigger setback that you can possibly share to those out there? Because I feel like people people would love to hear, you know, a setback that you've gone through. Yep. Okay. So um, I guess I'll speak um, in terms of my business. So um, yeah, there's a Yep, there there was a setback in in our business. So when we first started, um, you know, it was that the conversations that we had is, you know, what what are what are we gonna what are we gonna have in our in our business, you know, and um, so we wanted a variety of things, and there were some like there was a certain a certain product that we were um that we you know brought 
bulk of <laughs> and we were certain because we we enjoyed it we enjoyed it so much and we used it and then we we just thought okay so this is what um you know everyone else is gonna like as well because we like it <laughs> and then you know it turns out it wasn't like that you know it was the products that we actually thought no one would like that they did like and the products that we like they did not like <laughs> so you know that was a I guess that's a business setback that we had to deal with you know had to um figure out okay so um, now we have to go back to the drawing board. You know, we have all this pro- all this lost product that we have here in our storage <laughs> that no one is going to purchase from us. So, um, you know, I guess in a business term, that was kind of a, a loss yeah. for us. But um, they, that's yeah, that's something that we had to deal with. And um, now we're slowly, you know, learning to learning to um, I guess the swing of things. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, it does, it does, and I'm so grateful that you shared that because, you know, it's actually so true. Like, some of the things that you believe that everyone will like is usually the thing that people don't like. Because why? (laughs) Why? Because we're all different. Like, if you think about it, everyone's unique, so everyone's going to like different things. It's like, you know, maybe one thing that you like, not necessarily everyone's going to like too, and that's okay. Like, that's that's totally fine. And, and 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 I want to add on, um, you know, that was a product that we did research on and it was like one of the top selling products as well, but it didn't sell well in our business. So, yeah, that just added <laughs> on a bit, but yeah. <laughs> nah, true. Nah, true. Nah. <laughs> I'm laughing because I've, 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 had a, I've had a similar setback too. It's like, you know, I thought like, you know, based on my service, um, because for for me being a freedom coach, I'm more uh, service based, but I know for you, you're more product based. You know, um, putting out your product. Whereas for me, I'm putting out services, and it was just like myself too. It's like I would put out things like, hey, like if I was if I was you, no, sorry, if I was me in you, like that's how I was thinking. What? Like if I was my body uh, in your body, mm-hmm. then the way I would see it is like you'd like this. When realistically, it's like, mm-hmm. not necessarily. Um, and so what was the lesson for you? Like, what was the lesson for you from that moment? Because that was like one of the biggest setbacks you had as a business. And because you yeah. did have, you know, yeah. stock, like you had other stock out there in your your um, at your place that was just sitting there. Uh, yeah. So what was your lesson from yeah. that? I guess um, it taught us to um, like – well, first of all, don't go and like, you know, purchase a whole heap of product <laughs> at once. <laughs> Test the waters out. So that's what we did. Like, um, so going back to candle making. So initially, um, I wanted to do, I uh, wanted to be a third party seller for our candles. Um, and I was adamant, you know, um, hand making candles was not in my, I was not thinking about it. I had loved candles a lot but I just didn't think I was going to go that route. Yeah. And then um, over time, you know, I did my research and um, I got the products that I needed in order to help me learn how to make those products and things like that. Yeah. And then, um, so those, that, that was the product I wanted to initially do as a third party, but now I make it handmade. And um, so what I've learned is like, you know, test the waters out and I enjoyed making handmade candles so um, first of all, I enjoyed making that product and then I put it out there to the audience or to the potential customers to see whether they would react to it or not. 
and they did they did they actually enjoyed it just as much as I did and um yeah so that's what we've been going that's the route we've been going um now and um um, in terms of um, the fragrance we know that a lot of our customers you know they um I guess they do um they like the fragrance route that we've gone to that's kind of the route that we've gone to so yeah that's pretty much how we've learned is um you know learn to test the waters a little bit and then slowly slowly and then you know you um you'll get your niche if you just um give it time and just don't jump into it full follow i guess <laughs> that makes yeah. sense yeah. no nah, i totally sis like this is so good that i got you on here because what you're saying <laughs> right is true right she's actually speaking facts here because you know it was like me you know I, and and this is something that i got from gary v um, Gary V would mention that like if you're going to do anything, especially when it comes to content creating, like when it comes to content creating, just document, like just get into the habit of documenting. Like you know, he, he ended up saying that you know documenting is far more greater than creating. And I was like, yes, I like at the time I didn't understand, but as I started to go through it, I was like, no. At the end of the day, people want to know your journey. People want to know how you got there. And so that they can see, oh, you know, the bumps and bruises, they can see the fallbacks, they can see, you know, the setbacks that you went through. And, you know, it was a similar situation that I went through, you know, especially even, oh my gosh, I didn't want to get into the podcast, right? When I was running this podcast episode or, uh, sorry, running the podcast show, like it was, people don't actually know the story behind the Impact Podcast Show. The Impact Podcast Show mm-hmm. was my own podcast show, right? It was just for me and... I actually branded it to be the impact podcast show. The reason why I use the word impact is because that was one word that a lot of people would say. They'll just say, like I said to them, if there was one word that you can think of me, what would it be? And they're like impact. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, and it's like, oh, I kept saying it. And even like when I was playing footy, um, mm-hmm. you know, footy, uh, like coaches would put me on the bench and they'll be like, oh, because you're going to be our impact player. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, so I get it. And so this word impact was in my mind the whole time. And then that's how it was created. But even now, I've had my flaws too. You know, I've had my flaws. I've had my losses, you know, and I've learned at the end of the day that it's a journey, right? It's a journey and we need to be trusting in the process. But sis, I love the fact that you mentioned about, um, you know, when it comes to your customers that you need to test the water, right? You need to test your customers. And so I guess for you, what was... What was the uh, the key for you now? So knowing that back then, knowing back like knowing that back then, the one thing that you kind of did that wasn't right was you just kind of went in, you know, full throttle and said, "Yo, like we're just gonna go in and we're just gonna go hard." What's what's one thing that you're doing now that is completely different to what you're doing at the start? Um, a lot more of the testing the waters with our products. So, um, for example, we have a whole range of our candle collection. And um, so instead of going straight and changing the collection and be like, this is what's going to sell. So I've just been, um, so for example, we we also go to marketplaces and, and things like that. And um, so that's helped us a lot, you know, it's helped us in terms of, okay, what do people actually, you know, go to first what do they really like and um i found that that's helped us so we are more of the the dessert desserty candle collection and um you know we're slowly learning to um i guess change how we make our candles in terms um in terms of how the candle actually does look in general 
So, yeah, so that's kind of something that we've learnt and, um, you know, and I've also learned to adjust to um, in having a business. So, yeah, just adjusting, having those little bits of adjustment helps a long way. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and you know, just to touch base on what you said, like, I love that you mentioned the word adjusting because if anything, mm-hmm. when, it, when you're running a business or if you're running a personal brand or if you're an entrepreneur on your own, like, it's not a one size fits all, you know. I think that's a myth, you know. Like I think people look at it and be like, "Yo, this is this is the way it's with you." It's like, nah. I'll tell you this right now. Yeah. There's gonna be moments where you're gonna be changing, right? You might like there might be a, a season where you where you want like you know. For me, for example, like there was a season where I was, you know, it was only for a month. Like I was trialing out PT, like personal training, and then I was like, nah. That's crap. And then I was like, oh, like, as in crap being like, I don't see any value in it. And it's like, all right, cool. Then I jumped into, you know, uh, content creating. And I was like, oh, I actually do like this, but I'm not getting any fulfillment. Like, I'm not getting satisfied. And then it hit September last year. Then I found my calling, which is being a freedom coach. And it's just helping people find freedom. Pretty simple. And, you know, I get to do that each and every day. And, like, I, don't, I get to wake up and, and do what I love. Uh, which is, that's the focus, right? That's the goal. The whole goal uh, is to do the things that you love each and every day. And so, yeah, just to touch base on what you are mentioning, like adjusting, like when it comes to any journey at all, like you need to get into the habit of readjusting yeah. or adjusting uh, to <laughs> even even like the customers too. Would you say that there was moments where you had to kind of adjust to their liking as opposed to your liking when it comes to your business? Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, um, yeah, so we've slowly learned to um, move into, you know, the custom making candles, you know, and, and that's something that I was like, oh, man, uh, I don't know if I can do this. But, um, yeah, so we've, um, you know, we've we've tested. So, so I've made some um, products and I've, um, you know, asked certain people, you know, if they wanted, what did, what did they like? You know, and then we've given it to them and then we've asked for their feedback and things like that. So, yeah, that's something that I had to adjust to, you know, um, going into it. I had one mindset, one mind, you know, I, I was like, this is this is what they would like. But um, over time, you know, I've adjusted. And yeah, in, in business, you have to adjust for sure. Like, um, you know, on our on our Instagram page, you know, there's a lot of myself on there speaking on the products that we have. Um, the products that, um, and then I show, you know, the ingredients that we have and things like that, you know, um, before, yeah, I would never go on a live. I would never like, you know, I wouldn't show my face because, you know, I'm just, I'm so nervous. It's not something that I'm used to, but then, you know, um, I knew in time that that was something that um, in order to get the custom or potential customers to trust that the product is, you know, legit and the product is not, you know, cheap. I had to, you know, I knew that I had to find a way And that's pretty much how how I've done it. And also, you know, I go on YouTube and I and I and I watch the other small businesses as well and see, oh man, what are they doing? You know, and then I get motivation from them, and it also gives me ideas as well as to you know how am I going to better my business? How am I going to show potential customers or people out there who may be interested? You know, oh, you can trust the product. The product that we have is is legit. So yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. In regards to, um, I guess, um, what is it? <laughs> What's that word? Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I get you, I get you, I get you. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like adjusting. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think uh, one thing I've learned, like, because um, for me, I'm more I'm more into like the entrepreneurship side than business. Like, but it, the cool thing is that they're actually quite similar. Like, you're, you're going to go through similar flaws. Like, for example, like, you know, the one thing that's similar is that we're working with customers, right? For you, it's customers. For us, or for me, it's clients. Like, I'm working with people. Uh, for you, you're still working with people, mm-hmm. but it's kind of giving them what they want. And so it, it's cool. It's cool how how we can, like, it's cool how we learn on the go. And this is the reason why I tell people, like, just start. Like, if you want to get into business, just start. Like, just do it. Like, you know, just like what mm-hmm. Nike would say, you know, like, feel like the, like the creator of Nike, just like, just do it. Because I feel like we have so many doubt and so many fear and so many like uncertainty that we just say, no, nah, no, nah, it's okay. I'm just going to do it at all. But we already know, like we both know that, that the, like the, the gems, the success is on the other side of failure, right? The success of mm-hmm. us growing and yeah. becoming better is on the other side of us failing. Um, and so when it comes to you, I, I'm curious to know how you do it. How do you, how do you handle failure? Like, how do you handle failure when it comes to your business or, you know, when things aren't going too well? Like, like what's kind of like your coping mechanism, right, to stay in line and make sure that you're sustaining a business? Mm. So um, failure, I think um, it drives me. So when I feel like something's not working, it drives me. Come oh, on. Man, I- I know, I know it's worked for other people. It can work for me too. So it's just trying to find how, you know, what's going to work, what's going to work and what's not going to work, things like that. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, but I am human. So it does yeah. get to me too sometimes, you know, like, so, you know, I think having that open space in um, enabling to speak to someone about it, you know, like uh, for me, I'm, I'm fortunate. I have my husband. So, you know, when things like that happen, I speak to him about it and, you know, vice versa. And then we're able to like, you know, be able to help each other out in in that way and things like that so yeah yeah and and you know what it does make sense it does make sense um when you're mentioning that you doing business with hubby it draws you closer because there is going to be moments where you know hubby's going to feel off there's going to be moments where you're going to feel off and just like marriage itself it's like you're wanting to come back in alignment like back together like that's the whole purpose it's like you guys you know the two become one, right? And you guys are one together. So it's like, for example, like if you're feeling a bit of the heat, then guess what? He's going to feel the heat. And the only way he's going to feel the heat is by you guys talking. So it's amazing to see how, you know, it's, it's amazing to see how you guys can still connect. And I think for me, it's maturity, right? For me, it's maturity that, that keeps you going. Like if you're able to have, you know, maturity in your heart and in, in your mind when you're doing business together, then I, I do believe it's capable, but I feel like if you're in, if you're immature in your heart or in your feelings or in your thoughts, then the business to me would only last for probably three or five years, like max. Um, but for you, it's like, what's your goal? Like, what's the goal behind Flaunet? Like, where do you want to see Flaunet in the future? Um. So, like. For our products, I think more so for the handmade products, um, you know, we are looking for our products to be in stores, you know, in a 
on a permanent um, thing. So, yeah, that's pretty much where we're heading with our products is try and get, you know, um, different shops that enable us to get our products in there. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much where we're trying to – we're heading our product to. So, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, it's so good. And like if anything, like that's the that's the goal. Like the goal yeah. is to get as much exposure, um, but also to actually get your product out there. And so speaking about product, I want to talk a bit about um I want to talk a bit about your candles because I know that you've been mentioning that that you love your candles, and I and I know that you you've been mentioning that um that you've been you know creating these um you know these melts and these candles on your own. Um, you know, and, and with hubby too. So uh, do you want to kind of share uh, just a bit about that? Do you want to, do you want to kind of share a bit about your heart behind, you know, you, like you making candles? Okay. Yep. Sorry. I, I lost you in that a little bit. <laughs> do you want me to repeat it? Yep. Yep. So um, were you asking about, um, you know, the handmade products that we have? Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to ask a bit about, I guess, what's your heart behind creating it, like handmade? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, um, you know, I did a lot of research into it. Like, as I said, initially, um, you know, pretty much I wasn't going to um, go into the handmade side of things when it comes to business. But then um, over time, I wanted something, I guess I wanted to enjoy it, you know, enjoy business. And I wanted to give out something that I made or something that, you know, meant something to me. So, yeah, that's pretty much where, um, you know, I was like, okay. So when then did my research is into, you know, how to make candles, you know, candle making and things like that. Cause I love, I love candles, you know, um, growing up, you know, we know that candles, you know, it just helps with anxiety. It helps relax the mood and things like that. And the scent, you know, oh, you know, having that perfect scent is also nostalgic. It takes takes you back to certain memories that, you know, you just, you you want to go back to, you know, I guess in your childhood and things like that, you know. So I guess that's what drew me to um, ca- candle making. So what I did was, um, you know, I, I went and I got the kit, you know, the beginner's kit of how to make candles and things like that. And I did my research and, um, yeah, as, as I was making it, as I said, when I was making it, it was just a tester. I wasn't, um, I wasn't initially thinking of, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, no, I was just, I practiced and I was like, you, you know, it's, there's no big deal to it. So, yeah. So I guess, you know, I, I enjoyed making it and I enjoyed, I guess, how relaxing it was making it as well. You know, it freed my mind. And then at the end, at the end of it, you know, you just and you're like, oh man, I made that, you know, and um, yeah. So and just to make other people happy as well with the products that we were giving, you know, it made me happy making it, and then just to see other people on the other side, you know, with my end product, and they were happy with it, you know. I think that's, you know, that just made me happy, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, con- we're gonna continue on doing it, doing this. So that's kind of like a gist of, yeah, how that works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, just 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 like hearing that about your candle making, like I love the fact that you were mentioning about people, like you're mentioning about your customers, because at the end of the day, like that's the whole purpose behind why we run the business. Like, you know, there's some people out there, like they've got different notions on sorry, not notions, um, intentions. Like they've got different intentions 
as to why they jump on and why they mm. run business. Like some people focusing on money, some people focusing on fame, some people focusing on clout, whatever the case may be, right? But it, it sounds to me that I, I guess the one thing that keeps you satisfied is your customers. Like your customers saying, hey, like I, I loved your product. And to make it even more bittersweet, because let's be real here, there's probably been some moments like during your candle making journey where you didn't feel like making candles. Um, you know, there might have been a, a, a time where you might have been a bit off or you might have, you know, stressed out. Like there may have been moments like that where, oh, yeah. where you you like where you got stuck. So um it's cool to see and it's cool to hear your heart as to why you do it. But most importantly, it is a bittersweet moment when you hear the customers say, Hey, it's exactly what I wanted, if not better. And so how do you work with it? How do you like how do you work with uh managing I guess the uh, the 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 excitement um, of the after product, or I guess the aftermath of your work. Yeah, I think it's um, it just makes everything you know just that much better, you know. Uh, um, so as I said initially, I didn't want to make candles, but now that I've made candles and um, we're selling it, you know, it's awesome. Like I, I love the feeling, and um, you know, I I focus a lot of my work on my candles and the melts that I make in terms of the other products that we have in our in our in our business you know and that's something that I need to learn you know still to now like still to this day now like you know I need to also add in the other products because I do love the other products but I guess when you make these products and um, take your time into making them you know it's uh, I think it's a I think it's a more intimate thing you know you just you're like oh yeah no this is this is awesome so yeah yeah yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. It did, it yeah. did, it did. Um, but I do want to kind of, I got, a, I got a question because, like, I'm real, I'm real yeah, fascinated. Yeah. I'm real fascinated by by your 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 candle loving, like in terms of candle making, like your love for candle making, and um, you know, I, I've 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 bought, you know, I've bought different types of candles, like. Now this is this is where you can be. Right? I want to I want to give you space. Okay, sis, you can you can be right. You can take off your your selfless hat and you can put your selfish hat on today. Okay, like it's okay. All right, you're not gonna get judged on. But I really uh-huh. want to know. Right, let's say for example, I have you know I have my I I've got a candle from Woolworths, right? Because that's what I do, right? Like I just get it from Woolies because that's where I shop. If I'm buying it from there, what's the difference between their candles and your candles? You know, I don't know the difference, okay? I, I don't know the difference, but I can tell you what we have to offer. So pretty much, like, you know, what we have to offer is the products that we get is all premium made. So, for example, the fragrance that we use, the, uh, the soy wax that we use, you know, I post it on my social media and also the places where you can also go purchase it as well. You know, there's no secret to where I get it from and um, and things like that. And then, um, you know, how we make it is I even... Um, Sometimes I even do lives with myself making the products. So I think it for myself, these are what the these are what I love. And then um, yeah, this this is this is the product that I love. And it's not for everyone. And that's something that you know that I'm okay with. But it's for those who see the hard work that goes behind the candle, the um, the after, you know, the end product, you know, then that's that's something that's on them if they're willing and they they see the product that we make and it makes them happy and they I guess they I'm trying to build a foundation where they can trust that the product that they're having is actually premium made product 
if that makes sense. But as I said, we're not we're not for everyone. We're not for everyone. So, but um, for the certain people that do see the value that we put into it, those are the people that we're trying to. I guess those are the people who we're, you know, selling to. So, yeah, that's yeah, I'm yeah, saying. yeah. No, 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 hundred percent. And I love I love the fact because like it sounds to me that the one thing that you and and potentially hubby, um, because you guys are doing business together, um, that you guys are all about is just being real. You know, being real and just being trustworthy um, for for your for your customers, because that's the one thing that I I do believe that if you can't get your customers to trust you, or if you can't get your clients to trust you, if you can't get anyone to trust you, like they're not gonna buy into anything that you're gonna do. Like that's that's what I've learned. Like mm-hmm. I've seen that at some moment. It's like I started to learn that even on social media too. It's like sometimes people question themselves, why isn't anyone following me? Like, I've got so much to offer. Like, I've got so much content. I've got so much value. But it's like, why are people following me? And it's like, well, the question you want to ask yourself mm-hmm. is, what is it that you got to give? Like, because realistically, if it's not trust, like being trustworthy or being, I guess, um, you know, caring for your customers then or your clients, they're not going to follow you. And so is that something that you kind of learn or that you've experienced, you know, being in the, the Fortnite business? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've seen it like even in my own journey and even talking to other people, even on this podcast episode, uh, that they're always like, man, why am I getting as much followers? And it's like, well, it's either probably the, the time for you mm-hmm. isn't like it hasn't come yet or maybe just the people that you're following. I don't know, the people that you're wanting to follow you don't really trust you. Because it's just like your product. And that's the thing I love about how you were mentioning that you were putting your candles out, right? You were, you know, like you're like it was handmade. And that brings authenticity. That brings transparency. That brings the realness behind the business. And so I do got a question about your candle, right? What would you say for you, right? And well, you can be biased. That's totally fine. But. On on the market right now, on like in in your in your um, online shop, like what would you say is like the number one for you, like in terms of candle? Because you are the maker, right? You are the maker behind the candle. Mm-hmm. So for you personally, what candle for you, like on your market, is like the one that you would choose, the number one? Oh, the number one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. I guess it's a good thing that my my husband and I own the business. It's so he puts in what he the fragrances he likes. So he likes the uh, more masculine. So we have the one million. We have the um, CK. We have those fragrances on there. You know the 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 cologne fragrances. So he has that on there, and we know that um you know there's an audience that you know likes that. You know they're more you know the the men. You know they like those fragrances. You know that smell and women too and women too. Um, and then for myself, there's more of the sweet. I like the sweet scent. So I like more of the cinnamon, you know, the I like more of the vanilla, the vanilla scent. So I make a lot of those in my, in like, um, you know, mix, mix the fragrances up. So, um, you know, being able to mix the fragrance up, it, it gives that more unique twist to it. And so, yeah, that's, yeah. So I, I like more of the vanilla, the sweet scent. And, you know, we, as doing a, a dessert collection, you know, that's, 
that's something that um you know we know that a lot of people like as well but yeah i can't choose one <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 no, I, like I get you i get you i get you no i fully get you um I like for me <laughs> for me for me i was just curious to know like i wonder what for her um like does like is is um elizabeth the type of person where she really goes hard on one product and then the rest are just like you know just based on the client's needs or like sorry the customer's needs or is it the fact that she she loves all of them and she kind of, you know, weighs them out all in the same. But even that, if you think about it, what's the point of selling something if you don't even, you know, well, number one, you don't know about it. And number two, you don't even like it. So it's like, like, it's pretty uh, common sense to to know that, hey, pretty much all the stock that we put on is what I love. But it's great to hear that from you. It's great to hear that, like, to hear your heart behind, you know, candle making, but also why you love it. Um, but I guess... I do got a question too about candles. Like it's cool because I'm just getting questions coming to my mind. Like obviously, you know, candle is a fragrance. Like, you know, you're putting fragrance in the candle. Like, have you have you done any research as to, you know, why candles are so powerful? Like as in terms of like, you know, scent, because like you did mention about um, you know, the scent behind candles. Like, have you done like uh, yeah. I guess a bit of research behind that that you can share to those out there that are in this podcast? Yeah. yeah, so there's um there are certain scents that um for example it's more of the lemongrass, the eucalyptus, the um what is the yeah the, the so more of those kind of scents, um the orange sherbet. So those are the kind of scents that I guess you know I did research on it and um it does show that it um it relaxes, it relaxes you. So yeah, just having um, you know, just having a smell of those scents, you know, it just relaxes your body. And, um, you know, in terms of, you know, there are also um, massage candles. So those massage candles, you know, brings brings that, I guess, you know, when you're, you know, after a long day at work, right? And then you just want to come home and relax, you know, even having those nostalgic smells, you know, for example, like nostalgic smell, let's say growing up, you know, you um, your parents will make some cookies, you know, and then just having that that candle scent with that smell, you know, you come home and you're relaxing, turn on that candle, and then, you know, it just takes you back to those those good old days, you know, and that automatically relaxes you, you know. So, yeah, those are the kind of, like, um, I, I guess, feelings that we're trying to impl- implement into people, you know, that um, having a candle does relax you and, um, you know, yeah, it's yeah. a little bit, yeah. No, 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 no. This is actually so good because... <laughs> Um, you know, as as a freedom coach, you know, one of the things that I do is like I help people, you know, break free from their bad habits, and and uh, I learned this kind of like um, what's it called? It's like a, a a model, and it's called the two C's and the two R's, which is your cues, cravings, uh, your yeah, your cues, your cravings, your response, and then your reward. And people don't realize that everything all starts with the trigger, where everything all starts with a cue. And people don't know that if yeah. you want, if you, if you're wanting a a long term memory in anything, right? You need in, like you need information, but you also need like emotion, right? If there's an emotion that's attached to the information, therefore it becomes a long term memory. And if you think about it, mm-hmm. like sense, right? Like a smell. All you need is a sense of smell um, to to like to um, like you know put into your body. I don't put it into your body, but allow to, you know, um, 
enter into your body in order for you to just instantly have that memory. And it's like, I started to realize that too with cologne. Like I'll tell you this right now, sis, there are some colognes uh-huh. or like perfumes that I would not buy. Why? Because yeah. yes, yes, they bring, you know, memories. But the question is, are they good memories? Probably not. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, like those are the ones that I'm not going to get. Uh, you know, that's the type of, you know, perfume. But I've also learned too that candles can do the same thing. Like candles can bring, you know, it can be both a good thing or a bad thing. And so is that something that you can agree on too? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, for example, you know, there's that's I think that's why some, you know, obviously some people wouldn't purchase our product is because the scent to them does not resonate with their their, their scent, you know. So and and that's something that you know we uh, come to terms with and you know I I respect that a lot. So it's just I think something that resonates with me is the product that we sell is more so something that um, makes us happy, makes like you know, and also we do get customers that um, ask us questions. They're like, oh, um, do you guys have this scent? Can you guys mix this scent up? And then we try it out and we and we do we put it out there as well. And if the public, um, you know, if they answer well to it, then we put it on our collection. But if we feel that, you know, there's only a little bit minimum amount, then we won't put it on our collection, you know. So it's yeah, it's kind of give and take, but yeah, for sure. I, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, no, because I've I've learned that like any scent, like any scent on your body. Like or like senses, like the of the five senses. If you can, like, if you can utilize one of them, right, that can be a cue or a trigger, right, to to a memory being created. So, for yeah. example, you know, as you're mentioning about the candles, it's like there might be a specific candle that we create for you that reminds you of a specific person. Let's say, for example someone's overseas and you miss them and it's like there's a specific scent or a specific um you know cologne that you um that you have of them and like let's say for example you don't want to spray you know it's like you don't want to spray it on you it's like <laughs> i don't want i don't want all of them but at least their presence would be cool and mm-hmm. it's cool that you can use something like a candle you know just to kind of bring that into life as um it's, it's just like yeah having that person it's like as if they're there but they're not there if that makes sense yeah, yeah, I get it, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I believe that's the the amazing thing about candles. You know, I, I'm learning a lot about candles today, um, <laughs> and I know for sure that I'll be getting I'll be getting some too. Uh, but I guess you know, as we start to close, you know, as we start to slowly wrap up this podcast, because like you know, we've we've already gone over an hour, and like oh, wow. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. Sis, <laughs> how are you feeling? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. No, this is like more of a conversation. Than, than anything else but yeah it's awesome yeah no i'm actually really enjoying this i'm learning a lot about candles I'm, I'm learning a bit more about business too and understanding that like hey i'm not alone you know i'm not the only one that goes through this um you know some of the struggles that we've all gone through um but i do got a question and it's it's mm-hmm. about it's about the candles like i, I don't know there's just so much significance yep. behind candles what's the one thing that you've learned about candles through your journey of creating candles that you would say other people need to know? Like if there's people out there that are listening to this, like what's kind of like one gem that you can share to them that you've learned through your candle making journey that you can kind of instill to them to understand that, hey, this is the reason why you should 
you know, be buying candles. Now, I'm, not, I'm not saying, you know, forcing them to, you know, I don't want you to force like them down your throat saying, hey, you need to buy my stuff. Like, that's not the goal. Like, the real goal is just for people to understand or, I guess, be educated as to why they should, you know, utilize candles. Mm, okay. So, um, I guess for myself, so, um, you know, what made me, um, you know, really like candles, and um, I know that my family members also love candles as well. Growing up, that's what they loved, you know, and myself as well. So I think foremost, it brings a sense of relaxation, you know, and um, I do, you know, I I do suffer a lot from anxiety. Mm. So, um, you know, that does, that does help, you know, and um, saying that, like, you know, I guess the work that I do, you you hold a lot of responsibilities and you have a lot of hats that you have to juggle around. So, you know, I guess for myself, you know, having a candle, you know, having a candle business is is awesome because, you know, you can just light up a candle and it, and it does really help, you know, and it's very, um, how do you say it, it's, it subconsciously helps you to, um, you know, to be relaxed, you know, it doesn't force it on you. So for anyone out there who is going through, I guess, you know, some something similar to what I do go through, you know, I do recommend, you know, maybe having a candle that, you know, that you like, the candle scent that you like, and just lighting it up in your house and just see if that helps relax you in some way or another. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because... Uh... No, I totally agree with what you're saying because I used to, I guess, I wouldn't say I was against it. I just didn't use it. But when I started to <laughs> use it, I was like, oh, no, this makes sense. Um, it does bring a bit of, you know, relaxation or I guess enlightenment. Like it gives you <laughs> like a moment of, oh, okay, like it's not that bad. Like maybe I'm just stressing out. Maybe I just need to relax. And so... Yeah, I can't wait, sis. I can't wait till after this, you know, after this podcast, because, like, yeah, we're going to have a chat, all right, on getting some candles out there, because I know it's been a while. Uh, we were meant to do this a, a couple months ago. Um, but, hey, this is what we do. Sometimes you got things that, that we got to do. But the good thing is about this podcast is that um, I know that other people are going to be impacted by what you, you share. Um, and I think, too, just on how, how important candles are, because now, yeah. now I understand why candles are important. It's like it can and actually also, help you with your relaxation and anxiety. Yeah. And also I want to add on, um, you know, um, you know, when you see a candle, it looks like you can just, you know, tip in the liquid, put in a stick, and then, you know, you're good to go. <laughs> actually, there's so much work that goes into it. Eh? Like there's so much testing and things like that that we had to go to, like, you know, we've had to spend a lot of our own personal money in order to test the product out. So there's a lot of, um, yeah, there's a lot of effort that goes behind it. So, yeah, that's something that I learned when making candles. So, yeah, just want to put that out there. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know what? There is, um, there's only so much things that people can see. You know, mm. there's only so much that they're going to see. It's like, you know, people are only going to see the fruit behind the tree, you know what I mean? By the end product. They're not going to see the end product, but they're not going to understand that, man. It took, you know, weeks, months, like probably like, I don't mm. know, for some people, decades, right? Just to get it right. Um, but I, I guess the last, I, this is the last question I want to ask you, and then we're going to start, you know, we're going to start finishing off, okay. is why? Like, why, why do you do what you do and what keeps you going? Like, what keeps you going with this business? What keeps you going with making candles? Like, why Why continue? Like, why not just 
choose to do something else. Like, why do you keep focusing on making candles? Mm. Um, I think it, man, it just, it makes me happy, you know? And um, like, yeah, it makes me happy. Um, I love making it, you know, learning how to make it, you know, that was awesome. And it is stressful sometimes, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I enjoy making it. Um, it's therapeutic and it's relaxing, you know. So, yeah, that's that's why I continuously make it. And, um, you know, just getting feedback from people who also enjoy the candles as well, you know, pushes pushes me to want to make it more. So Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, I just wanted to kind of hear where, where your heart's at because um, – yeah, there is moments where we start to, you know, oh, like pressure, pressure starts to come into play. Um, and so it, it's cool to know why you do what you do and why you keep going. And so, yes, yes, we're, we're getting like, you know, real close to finishing up. Um, I want to say once again, sis, thank you so much for jumping on. But the last question I have for you, and you and you already know the question I'm going to ask you, is, um, you know, if there's anyone out there that is probably going through, you know, they're probably wanting to do what you do, um, I know that there might be some people out there that are wanting a bit of encouragement. So is there any encouragement that you can share to those, you know, out there that are maybe tuning in from your kind of following or, um, you know, your friends or family, um, but also to those out there that are, you know, that are part of the impact community? So, um, like, I guess something that's helped me and I hope that it can help someone out there is like, man, if you have a dream or if you have something that you want to fulfill, you know, just um, my advice would be just to start, eh? just to get started. Um, you know, it may not work out. It may be like a roller coaster, but, you know, getting started will help you, you know, eventually. So, yeah, that's like my advice to someone out there. If it's in business or if it's in life, you know, just to get started and work on it every single day. And, um, you know, eventually it will work in your favor. You just have to give it time and continuously work on it. So, yeah, hopefully that helps someone out there. Yeah, come on, come on. I feel like someone's going to start something. And <laughs> guys, we're not saying to to start a fight, okay? That's what we're really saying, okay? <laughs> we're talking about positive stuff, right? Yeah. I, just a, I just wanted to put a quick disclaimer out there. But uh, hey, thank you once again, sis, for jumping on. I appreciate you so much. And, um, you know, for those out there that are tuning in, like, make sure that you guys check out, you know, Flornet. Um, you know, all the links are going to be down um, below or, or for those out there that are tuning into you know Spotify Apple podcast we will show you the directions very soon um, but before we kind of finish up right now um, you know if there's anyone out there that's wanting to connect with you or you know buy some candles or I guess you know buy any of your um, uh, any products uh, you know what's the best way that, that what's the best way that they can contact you uh, yeah so we have a website so um, it's www.flornet.com or um, you can also come on our social media page. So we have an Instagram, which is um, Flawn. And um, yeah, I'll be sure to get you get to you as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah, sweet, sweet. So uh, just for those out there that are tuning in uh, to this uh, podcast um, through our YouTube page, it'll be down right down in, in the uh, description down below. So make sure you guys check that out for the links. But if you're watching this, or oh, no, sorry, if you're listening to this through Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, I'd highly encourage you guys to check, um, you know, go into our Instagram page. Um, you know, Elizabeth will be featured on there and um, you'll be happily able to find it there. Or if not, you guys can check out our following, um, you know, section of the 
of our Instagram page uh, where you'll see, um, you know, uh, Elizabeth there. But guys, that's it. That's all we got for this podcast episode. Uh, once again, uh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for jumping on. Oh, thanks, bro. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> all right cool but hey that's it guys thank you guys for watching thank you for all those out there that are tuning into this podcast and we'll see you guys in the next episode